What's up everyone? This is Sarah G and it is Gen Z Gab. Let's get into it. So this week's Monday mood is a little different, but I wanted to just because I watched a live with these three incredible mothers and all these mothers and medical families just deserve some recognition because like I've said in the past, a lot of the time TikTok has been banning them for really insane reasons as opposed to like those, again, Ami bloggers, etc. that actually exploit. And I know there's a fine line and whatever, but even Mom Uncharted, which I'm gonna mention again, mentioned that there's kind of that she, again, has opinions and not everyone's gonna agree with them, but she said, unfortunately, because a lot of these moms are using it as advocation for their kid who has not um, a voice in this world or just a way of knowing this rare terminal illness, I'm going to speak, especially because Oddly enough, like I think I've mentioned in the past, this specific disease was found around the area that I grew up in. And I think it's important that we talk about it because not a lot of people are aware of this. And it's MPS 3, but there's um, MPS 1 and MPS 2. There's all these um, similar, they're similar, different, depends on the uh, type of enzyme you can't break down, I guess. But yeah, it's San Filippo Syndrome. And I wanted to talk about all those amazing families out there because there has been a lot of stigma around them, a lot of hate around them, a lot of just really nasty comments for no reason. And I just like how all these parents handle it with grace and understanding. It Yeah, so I just wanted to shout all of them out. You can follow the San Filippo Foundation and see more of them as well as you can follow them on TikTok. Honestly, all of them will show up when you put San Filippo in. But just because some of these kids and families, um, you know, even though their story is out there just because of a lot of the hate that goes on, I just personally feel like it's probably for the better if I just point out the links to see where they are instead of just the actual accounts because I do also want them to have some of their own space and privacy. So yes. And again, finally, what is San Filippo syndrome? It is a type of childhood dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's kind of comparable. It does a lot of the same brain damage in the neurodegenerative part of that. However, because it's not just that, it is uh, also a situation that involves a lot of um, enzymes and metabolicness, so it's hard to exactly say what it is completely like because it's different in itself, but because it has that aspect of um, brain damage similar to dementia, and then the other two are just good examples because those are the most well-known neurodegenerative diseases. So, yeah. Is it in a way, yes, people are like, why are you bringing me down, Sarah? No, it's because when you see these parents fight every day for their kids and 
how just their lives are it really is something that keeps me going at least and it makes me realize how much I don't know about this life and that's kind of why I was like I'm in my 20s I don't know much about anything in life and that's true and a lot of these parents didn't know till even further and they thought they might have had their life figured out I don't know this is where it just gets into the twists and turns of everything so yeah so that's kind of what I was gonna go off of after that but yeah and this week I could go on more about you know just like the new stuff in the pop culture as much as I don't want to talk about the whole thing with the Kardashians, I really don't want to talk about them anymore. I do want to say, though, that I am hoping Travis Barker feels better. Uh, to me, personally, I don't know anything about his condition, but to me, personally, his pancreatitis might stem more from the vegan diet. And I only say that because when Ashton Kutcher, which I can put the link in, when he had his pancreatic issues, it was totally 100% caused by his fruititarian, vegan, whatever type diet that he was doing based off of Steve Jobs. And we all know Steve Jobs had a very interesting diet. And I hate diets. You've heard me talk about this. I hate all the diet culture and whatnot and so forth. And you know that I believe that the Kardashians are the definition of diet culture, orthorexia, all those fun things. Fun, right? <laughs> and I mean, that's Hollywood in general. But I sort of kind of have been feeling again back down in the dumps. Like, again, I was listening to different podcasts where people go highs, lows, all those kind of things. And personally, I've noticed my highs and my lows and all that, like plenty of other people. But I feel like just everything I do in my life, no matter how much work I put in it, which I guess is just the business, it just seems to kind of just go kind of even slower. And I just feel like, okay, I got to really stop. I really got to stop and look around, smell the roses, as my parents would say. My mom would say when I was just angry the other day was how slow things kind of have been moving. Even though I just started this, I am so grateful that I am here and that I am doing this. Again, this is not about the podcast. I'm just more frustrated because, again, I've been on TikTok for a few years, like three years, four years, whatever. Like, I downloaded it as a joke and... 2018 but didn't quite start yeah I didn't start doing more till 2019 so yeah it's been around four ish years but my first video probably isn't up there anymore which is fine too but it's just along the lines of one of those where I'm not saying I've been at the game that long but I have to be honest that I'm extremely happy that my TikToks, like, that my account is close to 21K. Like, again, when I say, sure, do I want more followers? Yes, like, a lot of people, like, um, I reposted a clip from the I Want More Viewers episode of iCarly, their original season one. And, yes, I want all that, but I think 
it is kind of interesting as I watch that show. I think I kind of want like in between that level. Like their level of fame was big, but not that big. It seemed like at times it like just seemed normal and compared to a lot of other things. But I also don't know how to gauge it, obviously, because it's a TV show. But I just feel like watching that kind of brought, again, light. And people can say this and that to me. Like, why do I keep bringing that up as a reference? Well, aside from the fact that I literally grew up watching, making my life feeling that way. And just because I like to call back. I like to feel kind of like, you know, the creative juices coming back because, when you're a kid, everyone criticizes and tears you down, but you usually can just spark back up as high as you can, usually, or jump. Lately, and a lot of other times, as an adult, you get constantly frustrated and knocked down that you don't even know where you're going from there. And it's really frustrating, especially when you're someone who moved back home and maybe are around extra controlling or criticizing people and or just whatnot. And I get it. People are going to say, like, whatever, with like, I bring up the whole boundaries thing. But again, our society isn't the best or whatever with that but I also have to say that I've noticed that with the different things that I've done we're all unique in our own ways but I just get frustrated with a lot of this feeling around me like I watched another ADHD coach person clip I, well, I follow way too many of them, but it's just because I relate to it. And just how they say, if you're someone who feels the whole world around you, you're not alone. And that is so beyond true. Just with how much information gets sent to us at light speed and all that, I just can't, like anyone, I can't process it all that much. But then when you get serious, even though you don't necessarily want to be out partying like an introvert like me, you get that FOMO and you're just like, how the hell did it get here? And then it's always like everyone's trying to one up each other. And I just, I can't take it anymore. Like, what is, what is this? Like, no matter how hard you work, like, you're just, you're trying to be at present and content with yourself. And that doesn't always work either. And I keep going about the merry-go-round or the carousel that's never stopped turning as Ellis Gray from Grey's Anatomy would say or Meredith and I bring this up constantly because I feel like I'm in that never-ending cycle that goes around and around and around and around and around like does anybody else can anybody else ex exist like this no well yes because we've been told in the society that we live in like how to do everything and I've done everything I've applied I've done been denied and you know what it's okay I mean I it's not okay but it is okay because you just keep working through it all obviously but it's also just kind of like to the point where I mean I do freelance so that's nice but I also just kind of am finding myself obviously I think just especially when you're family doesn't get what you're doing because they whatever did the traditional route like you did and still it doesn't fully work out 
the thing that you got to keep in mind is I'm pretty sure nobody ever had their life figured out this way. If it was like this and that and they did it all right or got married at age whatever, 20-something, that was just what you were supposed to do, like what a lot of people have to do, supposed to do. At this point in your life, like that's what bothers me that I hear the absoluteness because it's not black and white from what I've heard from a lot of people. It's not. It should be a shade of gray or whatever or neutral and it just doesn't work that way and I get frustrated all the time about that because I just I try not to see things so black and white I try to see things neutral and I try to be gray or whatever but it just doesn't work like that and I don't think that people get like how much easier said than done that is and then I think about all the different um, shows like obviously I'm re-watching all these shows and I see like a lot of it has a connection to me now and it's way more relatable I mean I honestly I was telling um so I had a conversation with this um this girl that I know of she's a musician and she was talking about how she watched the sh movie about time I remember watching it in school at one point pretty sure clip from it and then I rewatched it I don't know I watched it once when I was in high school and then I, um, I was hearing other people talking about it and how it's such a great movie and all this so then I rewatched it during COVID and my dad has seen it a few times too so it's always just interesting but anytime I watch it it makes so much clarity and sense and before anyone comes after me though like it's one of those films that I kind of do as much as I love it. I do think that it lacks a little diversity, but I literally love the pieces and the, the way the story is told. Just like the end of the movie's message is just like live in the moment. So that's the best part of it all, I guess. That if you just kind of hold back that second, you'll You'll never know, but at the same time, if you keep going back to try to fix things, it doesn't always work out either. So it's like, in a way, not as creepy as the deja vu film that keeps repeating or, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of that one movie. Oh, yeah, Abby Death Day. You know, where she keeps re-waking up and repeating. But I'd say that that's one of the good, like, one of those feel-good films that you definitely should see at some point. That being said, I do think, though, that if there was not that I'm not saying that it should get a remake, because even though it was made, like, I was made nine years ago, so it's not like it needs a remake. But if it ever did, I would just say that, you know, um, for me personally, just because I get annoyed sometimes. I don't think that there doesn't need to be a male lead, but I do think that it's kind of frustrating that it seems like the males get a lot of times those kind of just powers because it's like their sole heir. But I get it. That wasn't the point of the movie. But I kind of personally was just like watching. Every time I watch, that's just what gets me angry for no reason. I think I'm just being way too nitpicky, but that's just how I feel. But I would say, though, the movie that I love the most and that I've rewatched the most is Lilo and Stitch and why it's had 
in honor of its 20th anniversary, why it's had such a special place in my heart since I was little. Uh, well, obviously, it's just because, I mean, I don't know. Everybody tries to dissect what Lilo has and or what's going on, but I like how Nani just was super strong, independent, and she had, like, just... She knew she had to get the work, the job done, so that was always good for me to watch because it made me realize, like, what I wanted to be when I was older. But the whole thing with Lilo and Stitch, for me specifically, as a kid who didn't do good in school or didn't do well at school or, you know, just not the basic, like, well, even though I've done great in the end, I winded up getting through it all and sometimes people think would think that I should just get over it by now but that's just not I try my hardest to do everything and you know what it's just exhausting but Lilo and Stitch was there for me because Lilo was the kind of oddball outcast kid not for I mean there was a variety of reasons but and she had Stitch and Stitch just was relatable because Everyone just kind of thought he was like this monster. And even though I wasn't, I just felt so different that just kind of that way. And uh, things that they just talk about and go about in that movie. I think it's just a very good message that, you know, with Ohana, like it obviously is still quoted today. It teaches you really what it's about family like and togetherness and it doesn't mean anyone's left behind and that's also that families are all unique and different friends etc and Myrtle sucks Myrtle freaking sucks I'm sorry I know that we've talked about this multiple times but Myrtle is like any other bitchy girl who peaks all the way through high school but she just still and I know part of it's whatever. They eventually shed some light on some other things. But, I mean, she's just a bitch in general. And so is so many of her little friend groups. And it's so, like, as much as people would say stereotypical. But it's also kind of like, I wish, other than in Lilo and Stitch the series. And even with that, it wasn't always, like, I couldn't figure out too much. How much, like, um, that friend stuff was going to be. It was kind of like. Victoria was there, but she was never, like, really... I don't know much more than that, but it's just how it is, right? Um, And so I keep talking about all this stuff because I think it just keeps building up inside and just makes you start wondering, okay, where do I go from here? Where is my next step? And I can't understand how long this journey is going to take. But the more that I spend time around other creators it's just my goal and my message that I get from everyone is that we all don't feel like that we're in a place that we are um that same girl I was talking to her brother who I actually have known for a few years uh he's in that band beauty school dropout he and I were just talking randomly a little bit and I just was saying how I want to manifest and all this stuff and yes, I know it's such a bougie word on um, manifestation. And uh, he just kind of said he's like feeling the same way, even though to me that I think they're skyrocketing. And it's just a reminder that we all have to put like sit back, take a deep breath 
and remind ourselves. Like, it was good advice because that's something, like, once I appreciate when other people acknowledge that, too. Because so many people, even the people that you might think are real in society, they don't really... I just have noticed, especially just in general, don't take a step back, sit down, and just kind of... And I get it. It's hard. And people are just trying to make their dream a reality. And it makes me think about that whole self-made thing because I've heard so many different opinions on varying degrees of all this stuff. But self-made is such a stupid term because, yes, in a way, some people are self-made, but it just shows, like, you need help no matter what. Now, a lot of people luckily have, like, these self-maids always seem to have something else under seat but even like some of the people that I would say are quote unquote like more self-made they still know as people keep diving in some record producer or whatever but they're still closer but self-made is so toxic in our culture in our society when we say those stuff because it's just like we're trying to be so fearless and independent without asking for help which is good but sometimes you need help sometimes you need to freaking ask and it goes into another podcast that I was listening to, OK Sis, where but it's between Sister Scout and Maddie. They were talking about different things and what the oldest or the youngest asks for, money, whatever, and just how the dynamic is. And I've noticed that's a lot, like, in my family, I'm the oldest, second oldest, sorry, the only girl. I'm the middle of three kids, and I straight up just... I've been the second one. I've been assertive since day one, but in a lot of ways, it's kind of where I'd say it's the typical oldest sibling doesn't ask for as much, and then the younger ones keep asking. I'm not saying that stereotypes are great. I'm not saying this and or that about anything. I'm just m- making a observation that I have noticed between all of this, and yes, and clarity is um, nice to have when you're trying to figure out where your next step is going. So that being said, have been also watching the new only murders in the building season. And I just have a speaking of self-made because I would say actually Selena Gomez is closer to, and here's why. Yes. She had family that did some acting stuff and whatever, but I mean, thinking about her whole life and her, all her story, I mean, she had connections per se, but it wasn't like this big out of control or just kind of whatever. She works her ass off and she's just, I just really think she's brilliant as I've mentioned in the past, but I do got to say, here's the thing. I'm not very, I'm still not very like at top of my game. I can tell more mediocre acting versus just acting like when people say who's a good or bad. I will say Kara that's not the best acting chops and whatnot I do think I used to kind of idolize her because everyone commented on my eyebrows being similar to her and maybe like this and that and I thought it was cool but as more time gone on and lately with all the stuff that happened with the stallion I'm kind of just like like it's like okay let's back it up let's back it up let's back it up and it just goes into a bunch of of layers nuances but I just kind of was like after watching it twice I'm like it's not bad but it's not good but could after all 
all this stuff. Oh, wait, they couldn't replace her. And there was just like, I don't know. I just felt really more like I just brought my best friend on set. That's all. But yes, Mabel's character has a bunch of layers. And I do appreciate how Selena compared her kind of to Alex. But at the same time, Alex Russo and her are still very different. And it would be amazing if they did a reboot of it. But I doubt that they'll do a reboot of Wizards, just given everything that's going on in the world. And yeah, so that's kind of how I kind of will wrap it up here because I've just noticed all these different layers that go on and I keep saying layers because that's what we are with as people as the world and I know this is just going to be weird but it's true the world has different many different layers I mean did you not learn that in science class maybe you did maybe you didn't knew it in but it's like got a core warm core so it's kind of yeah that's just where I think the analogy ends, but I guess I'm not very good at figuring out all the rest of the nuances or how to talk or clear or what, but I hope that you enjoyed this because honestly, I've just been at a crossroads because I've also been doing more content creation. I've been also doing a lot more of the acting and other stuff. And I've been noticing I need to buy new clothes. And I want, here's my last little thing. I am someone who really wants to buy sustainable. I really want to buy all this and that clean, whatever. But I also don't want to overload my mind and so on and so forth. And I realize that sometimes I just have to do that. And I save a lot of my clothes or I donate them. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but I just, I want to say with wellness culture, it's kind of now getting on bordering diet culture and stuff. And when I see all these like people trying to wear and find sustainable, I would love to buy sustainable. I would, I would love for it to be cheap and sustainable, but that doesn't work together very well. I don't really want to buy fast fashion, but fast fashion, at least, you know, a little more cheap and unfortunately very unsustainable. But I think at the end of the day, when people are trying to tell you to buy this and X and Y and Z, they don't realize how broke some of us actually are. And I know I'm also appreciative that I'm living back at home or living back with family, you know, just I don't have a lot of things to worry about. I managed to get out of college debt free, which I'm thankful for every day. But I know that this isn't an option for a lot of people. So and I get it that at least some people are like, I catch myself when I'm being bougie. But at the same time, it's just super frustrating because I start to wonder, like, whenever I think about talking to people about things I also know okay Sarah you're just gonna get into a big ass fight do you really want this sometimes I do when I'm passionate about something but sometimes I don't it's always that like you know catch 22 catch 21 all those things it was weird I heard catch 22 catch 21 and I'm like I know the saying but now I'm starting to like even question my own thought process for the past 20 plus years also, though, I just can't get over this is one thing like that has really been bothering me as I keep saying I'm going to end this. But I think that in iCarly, they had to be really crazy because 
they literally have Neville sexually harassing Carly the entire time. I mean, and other boys. But just, like, watching the whole thing and re-watching, like, Rita Anderson, I'm just like, here's the thing. I love that he's, like, still known for Ariel Ruta's day. But here's the thing. Even when they brought him back, they tried to get Carly to get so deranged to marry him. And again, this has nothing to do with any of the actors. I just saw, and people think, like, it's funny to wrap it up and it's good but it is just an interesting take that's all and just how I was feeling about the whole situation was just that I think they could have done it a little better because when when you're growing up but even then I never found it really all that funny I found him just beyond deranged and crazy that he was just this after and it's like even I mean even downplayed with Freddie even though I don't mind them together I just there's parts of it where, like, yes, I get where people are like, that show was a little messed up, but it's still one of my comfort shows just because, you know, in your childhood, you aren't as, you're more naive, as they say. You're not quite as exposed side world, which, again, it's good, bad, I don't know, some things because I can't, there's, again, so many nuances that are here about that whole thing, so... It's just like I don't really know where else to go with that because I have a lot to say on it, but I know that people could say I'm being too even like too low on my opinions or I'm making too much issue out of it. And that sucks too. Strongly urge you to do that. Please follow us at Gen Z Gab Podcast, Instagram and tiktok as well as the patreon account and hopefully you will see some behind the scenes full episodes that are completely unedited and just have a great week ahead i did not talk about fourth of july just because i feel so many indifferences about it and yes this is the first time i'm mentioning it at the end of the episode but i think that kind of shows what's exactly going on with my feelings to others but yes please be safe that's kind of all I can say and so we will gab soon let me know what other shows or topics you want to talk about I'll gab soon bye guys